0: Hey, it's Mark Harbert, and you've just tuned in to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. Get ready for turbocharged tips and insider secrets from today's online rock stars. Strap in, because this episode is about to take off. All right, guys. Well, welcome to this episode. And today I wanted to do a very special podcast, and I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little story about myself. That happened many, many years ago in 1987. And, uh, this was one of those things that in my life was a defining moment that really taught me a massive lesson that I still look back on today. And I, I look at it as one of those life lessons, one of those things that's super pivotal in your life that really helps determine whether you succeed or fail. And I look back on it and I just, I, I'm, I'm so grateful that it happened to me because it really took the biggest humiliation of my life up until that time. I was 15 years old and I turned it into my greatest victory. Now, what happened is in 1987, I was a freshman in high school. I was 15 years old and I was going to a brand new private school. And uh, um, at the school, you know, I'm just, you know, starting to to make a lot of friends, um, I'm just making some new friends, getting to know how things are going and, I'd been there maybe about two months, two, three months or so. And uh, it was coming up uh, for wrestling season. And uh, I just remember, you know, the coach who I just look back on, who's just one of the greatest coaches, his name is Mitch Vogley. And uh, boy, if you ever hear this, Mitch, I just want you to know you were the, uh, one of the greatest role models of my life I could have had at that time. That's for sure. But I look back and my coach, Mitch Vogley, was he was really bugging me to join the wrestling team you know, every time I saw him, he was telling me, come on, man, you you ever thought about wrestling? You should come out. And he just kept bugging me. And finally, I was like, all right. I talked to my parents and my parents were cool with it. And I said, "Okay, I'll come and I'll, you know, I'll come and join the wrestling team. Even though I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm going to come out there and I'll join the team. And uh, so, of course, he was excited. And uh, I come out there and I I joined the team. And I did practice for about a week. And we had uh, a wrestling meet coming up. And uh, this is going to be my first match. Never, ever wrestled before in my life. Literally, I have no idea. Only the few little things that I learned in practice. And uh, so we, we show up, you know, I'm in, I'm in my class, uh, in my weight class, and, um, you know, I'm, we're not really sure what to expect. I know the little bit I've done in practice. But we show up and I go out on the mat for my first match. Okay. And I go out there and I'm nervous. I'm not sure what to do. It's at my school, by the way, you know, so we have the, the stands are full and, uh, you know, all my class a whole bunch of my classmates are there, my friends, and, you know, I'm 15 at this time. So of course I want to impress the girls. Right. So I, there's all these people in the stands and I go out for my first match nervous as heck. And I go out there and I had no idea what I was doing, and the whistle blows, and my opponent takes me, throws me down on the mat, and pins me in seven seconds. Seven freaking seconds. He pinned me. I, I couldn't even break a sweat. I wasn't even breathing heavy, and the match was over. And I remember this utter disgust that I had how I was so distraught, and I was so freaking embarrassed. I mean, here I am, no idea what I'm doing. I go out there, I kind of joined the wrestling team because the coach kept bugging me, and I was like, all right, well, I just do it, so he stops bugging me. And next thing I know, a week later, I'm completely humiliated in front of all my friends, all the girls in the school that were there (laughs) that saw me, and I'm just, I, I mean, it was the worst feeling in the world. And at that moment, I had really, really contemplated quitting. I I was just so distraught by that match and what happened there that I was like, I, I don't know if I want to go on with this. Like, I don't know if I want to continue. Um, I, I just, I was like, you know, it was one of those things where you, you really come to a crossroads. So, uh... I decided to stick with it. Uh, I think the coach talked to me and said, "Don't worry, it's your first match. Don't you know? Don't get uh, so upset about it. You're still learning." Blah blah blah. And um, so I, I made the decision. I said, "Okay, I'm going to keep going, but I am never, ever going to get pinned again." And I remember saying that specifically to myself because I was so humiliated. I was like determined that I would never be pinned again. So that year I kept practicing and, and each match I kept getting better and as the weeks went on, we ended up having a district tournament at our school, at our high school. And there was about six other schools or so. It was like five or six other other schools in the district. And uh, out of all these schools, and it was this tournament, and I was in my weight class. and by this time, I had really practiced. like I had really, you know worked to master certain moves. One of my signature moves that I really learned well was called the head throw, and it was where you kind of lock up on your wrestling, and you you twist and throw your hips underneath your opponent's body and pull him down to the mat in like a a headlock almost, and I had mastered that move. I loved it. It was was just one I could visualize easy in my head, and uh, I had mastered this move, and I got much better. Uh, with all the matches that were going, and by this time, you know, I had never, I had not been pinned again, and so I go out, first match, and by this time, like, I am, dude, I got the eye of the Tiger, man, and this is back in 1987, so, you know, Rocky IV came out in 1985, and, and I was, you know, one of the things that I did, for those of you that know, back in the 80s, we had Walkmans, okay, and Walkmans are, like, you know, an iPod today or your phone where you just tie into your phone. You can listen to music. Uh, And I had a little tape, my, my Rocky four soundtrack tape. And I remember, uh, and some of you are going to laugh at this, but I remember during that tournament, I remember playing the Rocky four music in my head and boy, I was pumping myself up and I walk. I was, all I was doing was listening to that music. I was listening to that music and man, I was rehearsing the move in my head exactly what I was going to do when I went out for my first match. I was so focused. I saw nothing else. All I knew is exactly what I was going to do. I knew exactly when I went out there, I was going to, man, I was going to do this awesome move. I was going to throw this guy out on the mat. I'm going to win this tournament. And, boy, I was fired up. So I go out for my first match. The whistle blows. I immediately lock up. I do the head throw. I throw this guy over on the mat. I pin him in seven seconds. I pinned the guy in seven seconds. So I literally took my greatest humiliation and I turned it into my greatest victory. The exact same thing that happened to me, I overcame it and did that to win my very first match in that tournament. I ended up going on to win that tournament. I got first place in my weight class out of six other schools. And let me tell you, that was the day that I made the decision that I said, screw you to quitting. I am not going to quit. All I know is that what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue to get better and better. And I'm just going to be one of the hardest guys to pin. And I actually started to get the reputation in our district that this guy is one of the hardest to pin. He just, you know, it's so hard to get his back to the mat. Like he won't (laughs) let it happen. And I'll tell you, and part of it was because I was so humiliated by that first pin, that I never wanted to feel that again. And I remember I did become one of the hardest guys to pin. And these guys, they knew that if they were going to beat me, they had to go the full three rounds, you know, three rounds, three periods, and they would have to go that distance. And I remember I, I lost. You know, there were times absolutely that I lost. But it usually was because they had to go the distance and beat me in points because, man, I hated being pinned so much that I was so good at squirming out and keeping my bat back off the mat that I had just become super good at doing that. And so I wanted to share this very special story in my life because it's one of those things that I look back on and I'm so grateful for. I'm just so, so grateful for that time in my life where I learned a massive lesson that just because something happened to you in your past, it does not define your future. And in that specific instance, I used that specific instance to be the springboard for me, really to be the fuel to push me forward and to, you know, help me to get better and better. And that's one of the things that I want to say to you today as you're listening to this podcast episode, that just because you sucked yesterday or you sucked last week, it doesn't mean that you got to suck next week. You see, what we do in online marketing and entrepreneurship, whatever it is that you're doing, it's all about getting better. You know, you can't just go from kindergarten to 12th grade In a matter of 30 days, it doesn't happen that way. As much as I would love for people's success to go that far, that fast, it doesn't work like that. You see, you've got to work at it. You got to continue to get better. You got to get focused and really, really go toward the goal. And if it takes you five years, 10 years, then what does it matter? When you reach that goal, you're going to be happy. That, that that is exactly what you you work toward. And it'll be all be worth it. And I'll tell you, uh, I wrestled for several years after that for my high school, and uh, I just continued to get better and better. And I went all the way to the state championship. I lost in at the state championship. However, just getting to the state championships for me was an incredible, incredible goal for some guy that started out getting pinned in seven seconds to going all the way to the state uh, the, you know, the state finals. And, um, it was just an incredible thing. And it's not that I never lost. Cause again, there were times that I lost. Man, you just had a hard time pinning me because I had decided to make that weakness one of my greatest strengths. And that's what I did. So I hope that this podcast, this short podcast really gives you some inspiration that just because you lost yesterday doesn't mean you have to lose today or next week. You can take those defeats or those failures, whatever you want to call them, and turn them into the greatest victory springboards that you'll ever have. It all comes down to what are you going to do with it? How are you going to decide what you're going to do with that, you know, that? What decision are you going to make? Because I'm telling you right now, I've seen it over the years. I've been an entrepreneur for many years. Most people quit. They do. They quit. They don't like defeat. And the reason why is because people take defeat too personally. And I almost did that day. I almost did. I was humiliated. I was embarrassed. But I made the decision not to let it uh, determine my future. And I'm so glad I did because it's one of the greatest life lessons that I've ever learned. And I've used that throughout the years in many different instances. But it was that day, that defining moment where I had to decide, am I going to quit? Or am I going to keep going? My prayer for you today and my hope for you is that you're going to keep going even when you have defeats. Because believe me, on the entrepreneurial journey, you're going to have plenty of them. And there's going to be way more uh, where you're going to have all those defeats because many defeats will lead up to the one victory. You just have to decide are you willing to do it? I hope that you will. I hope you'll make that decision. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe and pass it on. Have a great one. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a positive review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. If you want more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you become a fearless influencer, be sure to visit my blog at markharbert.com and let's be sure to connect. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.